Well, welcome to the Business Today with the MBA on Money Radio, WPSE. My name is John Cray, President and CEO of the Manufacturer and Business Association. Today, we will be updating our listeners on how businesses are able to purchase their electricity supply in today's deregulated market in Pennsylvania, and how we here at the Manufacturer and Business Association have been assisting our members to do so, reducing a significant cost factor in running their business since 2009. It is my pleasure to welcome one of my teammates at the MBA, Judy Rossetti, our energy advisor for our energy program for the MBA and our member companies. Judy, thank you so much for joining us. Please, if you would, tell us a little bit about yourself and your role as a team member here at the MBA. Thanks, John. I appreciate uh, the time today and being able to uh, talk to you about energy. Um, as you said, I'm Judy Rossetti. I was born and raised in Erie. I live here with my husband and our two adult uh, daughters, and uh, I've been with the MBA for a little over five years now as the energy advisor, and I really enjoy working with my um, co-workers and all our members. It's been a real pleasure. Very good. Well, thank you, Judy. Um, since deregulation in 2009, uh, the utility company is, is no longer the only option for electricity supply. While they certainly are incremental in getting the electri electricity to us, um, deregulation has increased the competition amongst energy suppliers, as well as bolstered the free market arena for customers. Since 2009, the MBA has been assisting hundreds of our member companies with sourcing quality suppliers in the marketplace so that they can then make an educated decision for many on what is one of their largest expenses of doing business. Judy, can you share with our listeners just some examples of the types of companies that we have been helping with going to market um, when it comes to signing on with the supplier? So I think I think they may be surprised. Um, some may think it's only one industry. Some may think it's uh, you got to be large. And so if you would, just some examples of the types of businesses that we've worked with. Absolutely. So we've, um, we've assisted a wide variety of um, businesses from very small to very large, including Fortune 500 accounts. Um, so we've done manufacturing, small and large, some some small to large businesses like offices and non-manufacturing companies. And when, when I talk about the range of small to large, you might be looking at someone who uses 10,000 kilowatt hours per year to someone who uses, you know, 15 million kilowatt hours per year. So um, it is a, a large range. It also includes um, government entities like county governments, municipalities, boroughs, local authorities, also nonprofits. Really, uh, if someone is paying for electricity, we can assist, even if it's just to assure them that they're doing the right thing now. Good. So if someone truly is really, really small, and that, that may be you know, working out of a, an office front or something like that, they don't necessarily need to purchase their electricity. But anything above that makes sense. I mean, right. you can exactly. save some money. And I mean, I, I think we'll talk about it later, but, um, you know, that's that's one of the things that we do. We just help them determine that if they're in the best position and they're using um, default energy from Penelec, then we just tell them that's where they need to be. Sure. Very good. Or assure them that they're doing the right thing. There you go. And we definitely will get into that as yep. to, to, yep. to our, our approach to it. Mm -hmm. 
to help to help our listeners with understanding, you know, kilowatt hours and not trying to explain that. But for example, many of of our listeners, especially from the Erie area, may be familiar with our facility here at the conference center, mm-hmm. which is where our headquarters is on 38th and Pittsburgh Avenue. Um, Roughly, what would you guesstimate? What's our annual usage here at the MBA? So at the MBA, we're about four to 500 kilowatt hours okay. annually. So four to 500 kilowatt hours. So if you take a small... Um, four to 500,000. Four to 500,000. <laughs> okay. Um, four to 500,000 kilowatt hours. So you take a small four or five person nonprofit or something along, you know, small business, they may be approaching the 50 to 100,000 kilowatt hours in that range. That may be a little high, but... Something along those lines. Yeah, I would say 50,000 to 100,000, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, again, big numbers, um, and we can certainly assist with some savings. And then, obviously, you get into the larger organization. So deregulation was designed to help as many businesses as possible. Even homes can purchase electricity on their own. We don't get into that business. That's a whole other venue. Right. But we're here to assist businesses when it comes to making that decision. We can... Uh, contract residential accounts if they're part of the business. So if they're an office or if they're, you know, considered part of the business, but not if they're a home or camp or a cabin or something like that. Great, great clarification. Thank you for that. Because that that can be confusing for people. Right. Okay. Also, Um, just real quick on deregulation. Um, Some people feel like um, deregulation, they have to switch from Penelec, but that's not true. Deregulation is only with supply. Distribution is still um, regulated in Pennsylvania, and so the utility continues to be the distributor. The only part of deregulation is supply. And um, typically, um, you will still get a bill from Penelec with the supply charges on it. Occasionally, in some utility areas, they will be um, dual billed, but... Typically, it's nothing changes except mm-hmm. for your cost of supply. Very good. Thank you. Um, Judy, why have so many company rep, uh, companies chosen to work with the MBA? I know we're, we're well over 400 companies that we're assisting throughout our footprint. Mm-hmm. Why have they chosen to work with us on this important decision? I think it's really the trust factor. And I say trust like in air quotes, but there are over 300 licensed brokers and suppliers um, and many more that aren't licensed um, that are all trying, and that's all in just in Pennsylvania, and they're all trying to um, buy for your electricity. And so some are very aggressive and can use deceptive language. Um, they're all just trying to switch you out, and it's who do you trust? Who do you know? Mm-hmm. And while there are... Um, trustworthy brokers and suppliers, there are many more who are not. And so we're here to help navigate through all that noise, so to speak. Great, great. And just with all of our other services, regardless as to the size of the company, they're going to get the same attention as the as the small as the large. Correct. Because in our, in our approach is the member is the member, so we're going to take good care of you. Absolutely. And, and that sort of thing. Uh, I know one of the things that we do see many times in this in this market is the sign-on incentives, the short-term savings, and then you just don't know where the, the pricing is going to go from there. So what, that's one of the things. We don't practice that, right. um, and that's one of the things for folks to be very careful of, mm-hmm. be very careful of. So very good. Um, uh, so when someone is is looking to us or to another broker out there, what's involved? Um, for them to be able to get a sense as to 
So what would it cost me to buy electricity from these various, what do they need to do? So it's really very simple. All they need to do is provide me with a recent copy of a Penelic bill or a utility bill rather, um, because we, we are in all, all over, all through the state and other states. Um, so whatever utility area you're in, a copy of your utility bill and um, an LOA, which is something I can provide to you, it's a letter of authorization. No obligation. It strictly allows us to pull needed information from the utility. Um, those two pieces of information, and we can help evaluate and provide a savings analysis. And can you share with our listeners a little bit? I mean, we've we've partnered with the group. Uh, many of them may have heard of NRG. Mm-hmm. Um, if you follow uh, football at all, Houston Texans, <laughs> NRG Stadium. So, right. so we've partnered with one of the largest um, players in the industry and then also one of their subdivisions, Bid Your Energy. So, again, we go out and, and, and we source all of the top suppliers. Um but, but can you share with our listeners a little bit about how does the process work? What do you come back to them with so, for their consideration? Great question. So what we do is um, once we uh, look at your bill and look at your usage and, and uh, evaluate those types of things, we will go out to multiple suppliers. And um, we have um, pre-qualified suppliers that we work with um, for – contract language for reliability, for integrity, that type of thing. And so we go to those suppliers. We know which ones are um, good for your specific size or need. And um, we'll come back to you with a recommendation. The recommendation, and, and we'll show you all the suppliers that we've gone to what and different multiple term links. So anywhere from 6 to 12 to 36 months. And um, recommend the lowest rate, but it might be, the recommendation might be just to stay with Penelec or stay with the utility because, mm-hmm. um, you know, depending on your size, that might be your best option. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's, let's elaborate on that, on that a little bit. And, and what I'm referring to is, you know, one of the options that you referenced was, was the fixed term pricing and, uh, there the fixed term agreement. And, um, you know, you had mentioned whether it was six months, twelve months, eighteen, thirty-six. Um, from from your perspective, um, on average, recognizing the fact that some are going to select a shorter, some may select. But on average, what what is the typical duration that someone may normally choose when it comes to fixing their electricity costs? Typically, we see anywhere from twelve months to thirty-six months, okay. and or 24 months. So mm-hmm. those are probably the, the three most common. Um, recently, I've seen um, 48 months. I've seen as high as 60 months, although I don't believe that I've ever recommended 60 months, and uh, as low as uh, six months for some who, especially during this pandemic, weren't sure where their business would be. And that's one of the things that we try to do is make sure that um, – we're making the best recommendation for each individual member um, and what their future holds, sure. you know, and some look at it and say, hey, you know, I might pay a little bit more right now, but I want to go 48 months because this is a really good rate right now and mm-hmm. it's going to save me and I don't have to worry about it again for four years. Gotcha. Others, others are very vigilant that they, you know, I don't want to risk it. I want to do 12 month increments and I'll, I'll, take the time and work, you know, work it every 12 months to see if I can get a better rate. Good. 
a couple things that really come to light as you as you share that information. One is, um, in the end, it's it's our members' decision. And, oh, absolutely. And, and your title being energy advisor, and so while you understand this stuff, um, and you can educate them to the point that they can then make a good decision based on their current situation. So when someone does look at long term, longer term, um, based on where they're at with their business, they may choose. Uh, a 36 month, even though it may be a little bit more than that 12 month, but they're locking in at what they feel is a good rate. And oftentimes the longer terms are lower depending Mm -hmm. because you're spreading the risk over more time, the supplier is. So it's just really dependent on market conditions and the individual um, members account. And there's a lot of factors that go into um, actually calculating a rate. Judy, good stuff. And again, what what see, what can be very complicated, we try to make it very straightforward. And um, thank you for, for your help with that. Um, can you give our listeners some examples of some non-procurement savings? In other words, not necessarily buying electricity, but what are some other ways that we've been able to assist our members with, with saving money? Yeah, absolutely. So um, just recently, while assisting with procurement, we recognized that a manufacturing member had been overpaying in sales tax. And so we were able to help them recoup um, over $3,500 in overpaid tax. That was one example. We also assisted um, uh, others in gaining thousands of dollars in curtailment refunds. Um, That's another uh, product that we could talk about at another time. And then one perfect example was a small business shop that was paying way too much. We received their bills and discovered that there was a meter issue. Penelec um, was able to come in and fix the meter, and they refunded them over $4,000. So it wasn't anything that we directly did, but indirectly we were able to help them identify an issue and actually get um, a refund for it. So when when working with a company, when when going out to market for them, mm-hmm. we're in essence kind of scrubbing their their mm, bills, yeah. And that's how you ident- we identify some of those things exactly. And so another good reason, um, again, for those of you listening, if you have not um, gone out to the market, we would strongly encourage you to contact us here at the association, whether you're a member or not. Um, if you're not a member, uh, the savings that that you will receive will be more to, uh, than offset your dues. Um, for those of you that are members that maybe have either been working with someone for a long time and you're just wondering or you haven't made this move because you've been so busy, mm-hmm. give us a buzz. We'd be more than happy. There's no cost for us to look at it for you and show you how we can help. We just, just this week, we saved a member, a manufacturer um, member who uh, was still with the utility um, over $30,000 annually. Okay. So there there you go. And it's not that the utility is taking advantage no. of them. The utility wants them to go out and purchase electricity. It's just the way the rate is set within the utility, they're not reaping the benefits of doing it on their own. In 2016, um, the utility implemented an hourly demand charge. And um, I ended up working with a lot of our members. Some didn't qualify for the hourly demand, so it didn't make sense for them to switch. Mm-hmm. But others who just decided to stay are now getting hit pretty hard with those hourly demand charges. Yeah. Very good. And Judy, I am aware, because I know we've experienced this on occasion, where when looking at pricing for a member who may be with the utility, We've actually said to them, you know what, you may want to stay there for a little while. Mm-hmm. So 
Why would we ever do that? I mean, we've talked about all the savings that can occur. Why wouldn't we sell them electricity right at that point? Because it doesn't benefit the member. If we can't find a rate lower than what they're currently paying or a rate that um, makes sense to um, even provide budget stability, if it's better for them to stay with the utility, that's what we're going to tell them. So based on, on where the market's at? Correct. They may be better to stay with the utility because they're reaping the benefit of that pre-purchased price, and it may be a month or two. Now, all of a sudden, the market changes, and now's a good time to lock in. Yeah. The utility changes their price to compare every three months. Yep. They're not permitted by law to make a profit on supply, and so they evaluate every three months whether mm -hmm. they made too much or didn't make enough, and then they adjust their rate uh, accordingly. Um, that's also the reason that they really encourage customers to go with an alternate supplier because they're doing a lot of work for great. nothing. <laughs> so, so again, another just a great example. Uh, we, we don't sell electricity. We help our members make good electricity decisions. Correct. And, and the best decision is one that's going to save them some money. So exactly. good stuff. Well, Judy, um, great stuff. It's amazing how fast the time flies. Uh, I want to thank you so much for sharing your insight on such an important issue, one that can be very confusing uh, for business owners and executives, seeing it as a decision that they make so infrequently uh, and in an industry and market that they may be, it may be very foreign to them. So it's been an absolute pleasure having you with us. Uh, we look forward to having you back again soon. And to our listeners, thank you so much for joining us for today's program. This is John Cray with The Business Today with the MBA on Money Radio WPSE signing off.